Welcome to the Door to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Emily Green, and I'm a psychic medium. This podcast is a place where I take you through the door to spirit. We talk about all things esoteric, spiritual awakening, psychic abilities, developing intuition, signs from the spirit world, and I may even throw in the odd reading or two. So sit back, take a nice deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Door to Spirit podcast. We are live here on episode number eight. I'm so, so, so excited to share this interview with you today. Today, I have my wonderful friend and client, Kristen Hinman, on the podcast. We have such an incredible, fun, dynamic interview for you to listen to today. Um, I wanted to have Kristen on the podcast because not only is she an amazing businesswoman, business owner, she is a marketing strategist, she is a PR maven, she is just incredible at um, everything and anything that she does, and she has so much knowledge to share surrounding business and marketing, strategy, scaling your business, owning your impact, all of these wonderful things. And what I love the most about our conversation today is that Kristen kind of talks about how she thrusts herself into sort of a spiritual um, experience when she joined my program with my business partner, Andrea DiLorenzi, called Intuitive Mastery 101, which is just ending. We ran from July until October. Um, And Kristen joined and she's got some really cool things to share just on what kind of epiphany she had throughout the program. Essentially this program is for developing and mastering the intuition and it's for people at all different levels and places. People who could have never considered themselves to be intuitive are having some really profound experiences within our program. So we chatted with Kristen on this, just on her story, how she got to where she is today. We talk about spirit babies, which if you follow me or listen to my podcast at all, you know how much I love to chat about this. We talk a little bit about human design and the authorities in human design. It is a really fantastic conversation. I'm so excited for you to hear it. And before we get to the conversation today, I wanted to share a little piece of exciting news for you. Um, Just as we're talking about my program, Intuitive Mastery 101, Andrea and I are actually launching the next round of our program, Intuitive Mastery 201, for the more advanced intuitive person. Um, And this will be open for enrollment as of next Wednesday, October 23rd. So if this is something that you're all at at all interested in and you'd like to get some more details, feel free to send me a message and I will be happy to send those over to you. Um, We will start on November 28th, Thursday nights. Every Thursday night we have a group call. There's a Facebook group. It's such a wonderful community and such an amazing chance um, to kind of really be supported as you continue to develop your intuition in that way. So let's get to today's conversation. So I have Kristen here and this is really exciting because we've got so many amazing things to talk about um, and lots of different, we're covering lots of ground today. Uh, We're going to go into just a little bit about your story, about our work together, about how your work with your clients has has, has changed and since incorporating using your intuition and strengthening that. And we're going to talk about spirit babies, which I talk a lot about. Actually, I don't know if I've ever taught this, but you might be the first person that I'm talking about spirit babies with. So amazing. This this is the first, this is a, this is a first, um, which is exciting. And you've got a really 
a really interesting kind of story and experience surrounding that, which we, it's kind of funny because I just talked with Kelly about this on her podcast. So, you know, we're talking about you, but now we're actually getting to hear it from you. So no, now you're outing, now you're outing me. I'm outing you. <laughs> you're not anonymous anymore. Kristen. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll talk, we'll, we'll just chat. So Chris and I got connected through, as we said, through our, our wonderful mutual friend, Kelly Tennant. Um, and I still remember she was like, my friend Kristen is gonna um, come to see and do some work with you, and I was like, "Oh, great!" When we were when we were in Denver, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we we've done some some wonderful work together and readings and things like that. And Kristen is in my um, my program with my, my business partner Andrea DeLernzi, uh in Intuitive Mastery One Hundred and One, which has been great. And we're gonna talk all about your experiences with that, but. Maybe let's open up and, and like, like we were saying, um, I would love to hear a little bit about your story and how you got here and your work and your business and your career. Because I know you've, you've kind of transitioned from one point to another and started working kind of um, more independently. So I'd love to hear about um, your work. Yeah, totally. Well, I, yeah, I started my own business in March of 2016. And it was really, uh, I know you said we'll talk about this later, but it was at the time not really knowing. It was sort of these like chain of events that just kind of hurled me into it. Yes. And it, I, it really was sort of this catalyst for um, changing everything in my life. We, um, I had been in a career, a very successful career doing PR mm -hmm. for clients, big time clients who were interviewed by people like Barbara Walters and Anderson Cooper. and. Um, I had, after about six years doing that, I had my first daughter. And that's really when a lot of things started changing is we, we were living in Long Beach, California, and we didn't really have any family there. We also didn't really have sort of, um, we didn't really have a great quality of life towards like, just because I think, you know, like life kind of gets in the way, you know, you get busy and you get, you have a kid and um, they're just, we didn't feel like we sort of had access to like the type of activities or resources that we wanted. Um, so w literally it was kind of overnight. I mean, people would look at us and be like, you, you did this overnight. We picked up our family and moved to Oregon wow. where my husband's family lives. Um, and I had no real plan other than, Hey, maybe I should try to start a business. And I kind of, <laughs> I fumbled around a little bit. Um, and I think like actually one of the really interesting things is, which I can only say now retrospectively is at the time, like I just said, I had this great career. I worked with high powered, like high profile clients. People trusted me. They liked me. I actually, I kind of knew that getting clients wouldn't be a problem because I had this skill set. But as I was transitioning into something that I felt like was new, because I was very, I wanted to be very intentional about never really having an office to go to and not being tied to being somewhere at a certain time. I wanted it to be online and I wanted to kind of share, you know, what I was doing in a virtual capacity, which yeah. now seems like second nature to me. But at the time it's, it, felt very foreign, despite the fact that I've grown up too using the internet and technology and yeah. all this thing. And I think the, the cool thing is, I'm sure you've probably experienced this too, is like, as you've grown your, your own intuitive and um, like your business around that is when it feels new, a lot of times that's where sometimes like fear sets in or doubt or anxiety. And I work with now a lot of people who go through a lot of this stuff too. Yeah. Um, 
And like I was saying, the crazy thing was I actually did have all this experience and I had really a wealth of knowledge and I knew why people like to work with me, but I was undercutting my pricing and I was discounting and I was trying to like, quote, you know, get, get some experience under my belt, despite again, like all the things I just listed. You had the experience, you had the yeah. experience. Oh, that's so yeah. So I had to really kind of figure out um, through, really through the help of an amazing mentor who's still in my life of how to position myself and how to do it and um, uh, how to position that value that I already brought to the table. And I even said to him at the time, I said, I will never do coaching and consulting. I, I like that will never be for me. I want to build this business. <laughs> I want to build this agency. And lo and behold, two years later, it is, I mean, two years later, I started kind of doing coaching and consulting around business and growing your business and that type of thing yeah. and building kind of the life that you want that supports that. And I love it. I mean, it is, it lights me up. It brings me so much joy. I just, I love working with people. Like I work with um, Shelby, who's in our group and, yes. um, you know, just seeing people get that same sort of transformation. And it actually, I mean, for me personally, it always pushes me. You know, usually the questions they're asking me are things that I need to be learning myself or considering or remembering or yes. <laughs> it's been, um, Wow. There's a long way of telling you my story, but that was, that's, um, that's kind of where I am now. I mean, it's sort of now realizing all of those pieces that have really brought me to where I am in my business and in my life and with my kids and brilliant. First of all, I know Shelby's going to love that, that we gave her a little shout out because I know she listens to this. So hi, Shelby. Um, (laughs) Shelby has an amazing company. We'll give her a little plug. Gracie's gals. It's all about empowering uh, women, uh, girls, really. I mean, they who will become women, but it's really important to me because I have two daughters and she is so passionate about it. It's amazing. She is. Yeah. And so if you're in the, she's kind of in the GTA, Toronto area, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And so if you have girls, you should find Shelby. Well, we're going to, we'll, we'll, I'll put her, all her info in the show notes now. Um, She's going to be just like losing her mind. (laughs) So no, that's amazing. I I loved hearing about your story. And what's so interesting to me, first of all, a couple of points, just, you know, I think something that is so important and what a lot of people, um, don't kind of appreciate fully as having a mentor. And I still, you know, I still give credit to mentors that I had, you know, long, whether they're still, or still currently kind of in that relationship or not, it's such an important um, aspect to starting a business. And like you said, when it's kind of, when I was the same way, when I started my business, I was like, this is totally new. I don't have a reference point for this. It's online. I've never really seen at this, at the time that I started, it was similar to you. I've never really seen anyone doing it this way. Um, and there was no reference point. There was no context for me. Um, and I'm sure it was similar for you, you know, I was the same fumbled around a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And there, you know, there's a couple of things too, to that point is that I've, I've wasted a lot of money. I've done videos about it, about sort of as I was finding my way is there are people out there who, you know, and it probably goes back into intuition too. Like at the time I just kind of did things that I thought I was supposed to do. I hired some expensive coach that really didn't help me that more, like get me to where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And so I, I am a big believer. This is actually what resonated with me when I, I heard 
the person I eventually started working with, I heard him on just a, like a conversation like this, but in a group we were in and the things he said, just the way that he described how he built his business and how like the lessons that he wanted to learn and how like purposeful he was about growing it those things resonated with me. And I was like, I cannot not work with this person. Yes. And so I think if you are in the position where, you know, if, if it's for business or if it's like, you know, a lot of the women in our group don't have their own businesses, but I think they would see you and Andrea as mentors too, mm-hmm. is like, are, is what they're saying resonating with you more, more so like, yeah. Yeah. in terms of what you're about and what you want to do and are they going to be able to help you and support you? I think is a, is a huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's such a good, that's such a good message and point. And I completely agree with you. I've done the same. I've wasted tons of money just yeah. in different areas. And I think that's really wonderful because I think what one of your big superpowers is you're able to kind of tune out the noise and sort of streamline the information and you're able to communicate that to your clients in a really cohesive, um, very easily kind of digestible way, which I love about you. It's like, there's so much confusion and there's so much information and there's all these things, do this, do this, you know, top six tips to being successful, you know, and all these things, there's so much information. And I, and that's why I think I just love how you keep it really like, and you're very honest just about, Hey, I've been there. I've been in that position where, you know, I've entered into a, a relationship, coaching, really mentorship relationship with someone. And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. What am I, you know, what am I learning from this now? I just feel more confused and things like that. So that is a perfect segue into um, the, our, the next question I want to ask you just surrounding intuition, because I think that that's such a big, um, you know, a big thing and in, in using kind of intuition discernment in um, not only in who we choose to engage with and who we choose to work with, um, but also um, in, in your business and with your clients. So I'm curious to hear how um, since sort of starting on this uh, journey um, of, of developing and, and becoming more uh, in tune with yourself and your intuition and, and kind of your decision-making process in that way, how have you noticed that it's sort of, I guess, showed up in your business or with your clients? That's kind of a two-part question. Number one, just in the inner workings of your business, but also in how you're able to um, work with your clients and things like that. Mm. Two-part question. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I heard this recently that there's no sort of, there's no difference between spiritual life and life. Yeah. And I think, I feel like I really got thrust into the spiritual life and, you know, meditating and even, I mean, taking a course like intuition mastery, Kelly and I, I joke with her all the time. Like you won't <laughs> believe what I'm doing now. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's the same way, but yeah. it's sort of like I, I there's, I've learned that there's no sort of real distinction between like what you're doing and, and, and the energy that's around us. Mm-hmm. And I think as I grow my business, the demands for my time and the demands for what people want of my time and the demands for how I would intentionally like to build it and to grow it and to serve people and the type of legacy I want to leave all of that would not, um, I would not, I think, get to see that through or to really fulfill that without being able to tap into my intuition. And I think even before I started the course, I, you know, I literally, like you were saying, I, you didn't say this, I was thinking this, I stalked you forever on Instagram before (laughs) Kelly was like, just reach out to her. (laughs) 
Um, and so I very much like her too. I kind of do all the things at once. And so I, you know, I signed up for this and I was doing an intuitive painting class and I was doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened is I just like, it just sort of breaks, starts breaking down your, like your walls really, at least that's what it did for me. It's like, I didn't believe it was possible before. And now that I can like see things that are possible, it's like, oh my gosh. And I had a huge breakthrough recently about that, about how really the only thing standing in my way are my own thoughts. And when I can kind of drop into that place of intuition, which is a lot of what I've learned from you and Andrea, is that's when I can make those decisions that are going to be best for my business. And just being even unattached to the outcome and not in a way where I don't care, but in a way where it's like, if, you know, whatever outcome that is going to come from this is in my best interest, because I listen to what the next step should be, not what the next 10 steps are, but just what the very next step is. And so I think in my business that that has really, that's really just opened up a really a huge breakthrough for me in the last, even just the last two months. And I think it clearly actually, it translates into how I work with my clients because I've, um, I've been doing kind of an unprecedented number of consulting calls and um, enrolling people to work with me. And it's very easy. It feels like, whereas before it was sort of this, oh, I have to make it work and I have to try to fit it. Now, sort of being unattached to that outcome actually opens the door for all of this abundance and like manifesting and... Um, <laughs> all of the inflow, yeah. yeah. All of it. And so when, I, so when I do get to be of service to people I work with, there's this really cool exchange of energy because I think that I'm also attracting people who are on that same plane yes. of being open to receiving and giving and um, I think I, I thank you for your compliment because I do think too that that's one thing yeah. I can be really good at is to step back and to really see the big picture and to make adjustments about of where to go. And I think that that is the hallmark that kind of making, being able to make adjustments and to um, p- guide you as opposed to telling you I think is the hallmark of a good coach, someone who can really listen and support you. And I know that I won't resonate with everyone and I am totally okay with that. But three years ago, that that was not the case when I started my business. So it's, it's really, it's been a cool evolution. I think. Yes. I can check in with my clients, but I think they appreciate it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you have, you've been on this kind of very, very cool accelerated sort of timeline of everything happening within sort of a condensed period of time, which is wonderful. And exactly like all of these kind of different things at once you jumped in with like two feet head first. You're just like, here I am. I'm going in, I'm diving in, which is amazing. Um, Yes. It's so good. And it's a couple of things I want to touch on on that just in your kind of in your work and One thing that I like to talk about too is, and I remember when we were talking about the program, I think one of the things you said was like, you know, I don't don't want to be a psychic, but you know, I want to learn how to use my intuition. Like, I don't want to do this necessarily, but I want to use this with my business. And that's something that I say is, you know, people say, well, what's the point of sort of developing this? Or, you know, why am I going to do that if I'm not going to use it in the same way that you do? 
or, you know, giving whatever, giving readings or whatever. And it's like, it's not, it's not about that. We can use this as it is, it is um, such an important tool that we can use through all of these different aspects of our life and our business with our clients, um, with our children and our families, with our friends, you know, all of these different things. So that's what I really like about 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 your story and just your experiences is um how this was kind of like you it was always kind of functioning your intuition like you were using it it was there and things like that but it was sort of a new territory which Mm. i really like and it just shows it goes to show how um we can really kind of be in a I think the best um, kind of uh, people, the best kind of leaders, mentors, coaches are, are, are very much people who are in your position where they're using their intuition. They're very aware of their talent and their superpower, which you, you so are. I think you're brilliant at seeing the bigger picture. I'm just going to you know plug you again. Um, but no, it's true. You, you really are. And that's what I, that's what I really, I really love about that message. And, and I'm sure that, um, that, that just this new kind of a, a, a acute awareness is 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 serving your business, and you're noticing the flow, which I just think is such yeah. a good such a good point too. When we start to detach from the outcome and forcing it and being tensed and kind of like, oh, when's the next kind of thing? And we're just sort of open to that, and we're trusting that there's a there's a there's a there's a balance of energy, and the clients are going to come, and the people's going to come, and the money's going to come, and all that stuff. There's a certain ease when we trust our intuition. I find. Yeah, and I love that you remember that that I said that because I think what's really interesting is when I first started your intuitive mastery course. I would, I, I'm still in awe of you, but I am in awe of all things that are sort of like psychics and mediums and this ability to communicate. And I went in thinking that will never be me. Like I really went in thinking with that thought of like, I'm going to do this because it seems cool, but that like, it's, you know, I don't know, that's not me. But as I've kind of gone through it, I also realized too, that I've always been very intuitive and be, we can get into this too. In, in my human design reading, I'm a sacral authority. Yes. And so I've always sort of intuitively done that, like followed my gut and followed my intuition. Um, and I realized too, because we've done some private readings in the time that we've also been done this group reading. Yes. In our last one, I knew everything on your list that you had written down that you had received from spirit. I, I was like, yeah, I already know that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. you know, it was sort of this realization that, yeah, yeah, you know, what I already knew that. I'm not I, saying I'm going to be going and doing psychic readings any anytime soon, yes. but yes. just the ability to tap into that has been really cool. 100%. And I talk about the law, that a lot. You've heard me talk about that. I'm like, everybody's psychic. Everybody's saying, you're like, no. Um, but, but it's, you know, it's true. We all have some certain, this, this, this kind of psychic perception. And it's really just a matter of learning the unique kind of way that our psychic perception is coming through. And it's so true. I was like, okay, so spirits tell me we've got to talk about this. You're like, yep, I know about that already <laughs> yesterday. And it was like, so it was, it was, it was great. Because you were listening, you were kind of aware of what, what, what was sort of coming into your space and into your energy field is so good um it's so true it's so funny that's exactly what happened um so yeah and it's you do you have sacral authority and it's so um for anyone who doesn't know human does and human design sacral authority is very quick it's very like an instant kind of gut reaction it's very clear yes or very clear no and we kind of know sacral authority people usually know right away when they're presented with a person or an opportunity or or an idea or an opinion 
whether that resonates with them or not. And um, where a lot of sacral authority people get stuck is they kind of go, oh, well, I should like that idea, or I should like that thing, or I should like that person. And they kind of ignore the, the really clear gut no. So I think it was really cool. Exactly like you said, that was already something that you were doing and you were acting on. Um, and then just getting that confirmed is always really fun. It's kind of like yeah. that. And as I look back, I think that those decisions that I make from that place, you're of like, oh, well, maybe I should just try it because everyone else is doing it. Or, you know, those are usually the decisions that have sent me back or have not been the right ones for me or have been some epic mistake I'm sure <laughs> um, which all you know all in all I you eventually kind of learn from that but yeah it's cool to be in a place where sort of understanding how I make decisions and then how to if I am confronted with a question like should I do this or should I not now instead I'm I because you could probably talk more about this but when you you had said that sacral authorities like the, as long as the question is posed in the right way they can give a yes or no answer yes. and so sometimes when I'm wavering I like now what I ask is is this the right question is this the you know and so it's it's a totally different um even perspective of how, how to operate I think yeah Absolutely. Oh, and anyone who's sacral authority, anyone who's sacral authority and listening to this and you know your human design, this will, this will kind of, this will, this will make sense for you. And it's very exactly, it's like, is the question presented to me in the right way? And if it's not, how can I kind of either have the other person rephrase the question, whatever the case may be. So, and if you don't get Emily to do your human design chart, cause she did mine and it was awesome. <laughs> There we go. That's right. Um, so that, yeah, that's wonderful. It's really, it's really interesting just to see how all of these things are applying and how just how, how they're applying so quickly in your life and um, how you're noticing these results in such a short period of time, which I just think is what happens when we trust our intuition, we trust ourselves, we trust our, our authority, we trust our whatever your authority is, and we trust our gut and watch kind of how the magic happens. Now, on the flip side of that, this is my another question that I have for you is when you, what do you notice about when, let's say you get an intuitive kind of feeling about something and you might, you know, kind of go, okay, okay. But then either we, we don't listen or we ignore it for whatever reason, or maybe it's not loud enough. When, what would you say about kind of this, this, cause I know you just had an experience um, a couple weeks ago. What would you say about when you um, aren't listening to your Tuition. What kind of things happen for you? What, what sort of, how does that kind of show up in your life? Well, lately for me personally, it shows up as back pain. So <laughs> very specifically. Wonderful. It sounds um, great. <laughs> yeah. I had, um, I had back surgery, I don't know, 10 plus years ago. And so it's always been something that's kind of chronic, but it got a lot worse probably a year and a half ago. So I've been again, kind of on this journey of how can I be the best I can be and make it better and um, two weeks ago, I was getting ready to leave for my trip to Italy, which is why you mentioned jet lag earlier and leading kind of as with anyone, probably leading up to a trip, I was trying to fit as much in as I could. Um, I was trying, I was working with a lot of my clients before I left to make sure they were in a good place and, um, getting my own life in order and my kids were going to stay with my in-laws. So I was getting them ready and I missed a workout that week. And so I said, okay, well, I'm committed to my workout. So I'm going to go on Saturday before I leave and then come home and pack. And I think sort of now with, again, about like two weeks space from that, I was just, it was like a thing on my list I was trying to get through. 
And even, you know, that day I, I knew I didn't feel great. I was tired. I had just started my period. It, like everything was just not in sort yes. of sync with probably where I should be. Yeah. And even, you know, I wasn't even really focusing on sort of the things I was doing while I was working out. I was just trying to get through it. And I did one move and my back just went out. And it was, it's honestly was one of, since I heard it before surgery has been one of the most painful times I've injured myself. I mean, I was telling my husband that the pains that I, from the muscle spasms that I was having were comparable or worse than a lot of the labor pains I had when I, <laughs> when I delivered. And so, I mean, we, I was crying because I was like, we're going to miss our trip and I'm not going to be able to go. And, um, you know, thank God he carried our bags around for the first, for the first week, <laughs> but somehow I made it and, you know, kind of got through to the other side, but that was, I mean, I'm still sort of dealing with the aftermath of the, of like that injury specifically, and I'm still not totally healed, but I think it was just one of those times where it was um, mentally kind of just checking out, like trying to just get through it instead of being there and being present and like, you know, I, I, it was probably like, should I even have been working out? It, you know, I probably should have asked myself that. Should I, maybe I should have gone for a walk instead. Um, it, definitely, I shouldn't have been lifting like the, the weights I was doing. Like, should I have been doing a TheraBand instead? Or, you know, it's all yeah. of these things that only now retrospectively you can <laughs> look at and be like, ah, oh, that was it. <laughs> that's where I should have, where I should have been listening. Yeah. And that's, that's I like, I, I mean, if anybody, I mean, anybody listening has, you know, just, I can feel the pain in my back just as we're talking about it too. Like it's, it's no fun. But I think what's so profound about that also is just, it, it's a really good example for anybody listening who has ever felt like they're going too fast and they're just like, I've got to get this done and I've got to check all the things off the list and I've got to, you know, make sure I'm going, going, and I've committed to this thing. And, 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 and there's this sort of, sort of this balance, this happy medium between, you know, doing the thing, following through with the things we said we were going to do, but also knowing on a certain day, it's kind of like if we're getting the intuitive nudge of like, hey, it's actually okay for you to rest on this day, or you need a little bit more space on this day, or, you know, a walk might be better kind of for your body on this day instead. Um, it's kind of, it's okay to honor that on certain, on certain days. Um, and I think, yeah, and I, th I think too, it's like, I, I have a very competitive nature. I was a professional athlete and I played in volleyball in college and um, so it's sometimes I really do battle that like, oh, well, I can, like I can do it. Like I, if everyone else is doing it, I can do it. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes even just overcoming that, I mean, as I, you know, yeah, I, I was already feeling uh, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I may as well just fit this workout in. So I'm not like as behind as I'm going to be. And it was, you know, that's sort of the competitive, I guess, ego side talking. We, we kind of let that almost override the intuition in a, in a certain way, kind of like put it on override mode. And we're just like, okay, I'm just going to push this for a second. Cause this is, right. you know, so what happens? and we all have those, this is the thing. It's like, we all have those moments where it's like, I should have listened or, or, or kind of exactly like you said, in retrospect, and we can kind of have that hindsight and go, oh, if I had, you know, listened to this little thing, then I wouldn't be in this. And it's, it's not necessarily about, because I think it's very easy to get stuck in that. And we can kind of go, 
damn it, you know, why did I do that? Or I didn't listen or I went too fast or I went too hard. And it's kind of just about the acceptance piece and just sort of making that commitment to ourselves to make sure that we just listen a little better next time. I mean, I've been there so many times even too, still to this day, you know, decisions where I'm like, oh man, you know, uh, one sp sp particular experience where I was, um, I was getting in the car, I had this, uh, I was really hungry. <laughs> you know, I was on a mission for food and I was, I was getting ready to get in the car and I had this really bad feeling about, about getting in the car. And I was like, you know what? I should just walk instead. But I ignored it. And I was like, I don't really feel like walking. My legs are tired. I just want to kind of drive right. So got in the car anyway, went to the, 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 um, the restaurant, procured the food, was like, oh, this is no biggie. I got in the car, got on the way back, driving back. And my car was hit by a woman who blew a stop sign, right? So I had, a, I had whiplash. I had a concussion from this experience. So it's like, and then in that, as soon as she hit me, I was like, <sighs> oh, that was it. <laughs> That's why. Okay. So, you know, but that's the thing. We learn from those experiences. We integrate them and then we continue to move forward um, and just sort of make that commitment to ourselves to, 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 to listen more next time. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's a great, the good, the good, good experience. And we're all sending you lots of healing energy for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next thing I wanted to, to, to chat with you about is, um, and we were talking about this beforehand, you know, we, we, Kelly and I have talked about this on her podcast and, and things like that, but we'll, we'll talk about this now. So one of the things that, that we talked about, um, in, and I talk about this a lot in, in the concept of spirit babies and this, this sort of idea that, uh, we had the souls of the children that we are meant to have are kind of, um, they're sort of lined up waiting to come into this world at the certain point that they are. Um, and sometimes we may not have had it sort of in our plan that, uh, that we were going to have another child or multiple more children or even have children at all. I've been in that, uh, had that experience where someone's like, I never thought that I would have children. And now all of a sudden I'm kind of getting this feeling like I'm going to have children again. So I know that that, that, that has been a little bit about, um, about your experience and just kind of like feeling that and also feeling that maybe that this is something having another child or feeling kind of the energy of a spirit baby is something that's been kind of coming up for you. And, and, and we've talked about this and, and then getting influenced by other people in your world, such as your two wonderful daughters and <laughs> saying, in your belly. Um, but I would love for you to chat just on your um, experience with just opening up to this concept of spirit babies and how um, how your your process has kind of been with that and and what that has yeah what what that's opened up for you in terms of yeah spirit babies mm. and having another it's a, it's a good question uh, yes you have done readings for me that was like the very first thing you said to me in our first reading that we did <laughs> which yes I had already sort of we had already kind of been you know, whatever, deciding, or uh, is this for us? Do we want to do this? And with my first two daughters, um, my oldest is four and a half, my youngest is two and a half. It was very much, it hit, it was just like, and I, I even, I mean, I didn't have the words then that I do now, but it was just like, yep, now, and uh, we're coming. <laughs> it was literally as soon as we opened the door and made the decision, they came. And it was, um, you know, which I'm very grateful for because I know a lot of people and have friends who have struggled with fertility and conceiving. And so that, like, that was my experience with them. And it has, you know, my husband travels for work almost every week. And so it's been very difficult 
experience. Like it's just, it's been difficult raising two girls and having my business and having him gone a lot. And so we're, we kind of finally came out of that season where she was like a little older and a little more independent. And of course, you know, you get the questions all, are you going to have another one? And it's like, well, we don't know, like let us (laughs) leave us alone. And so, um, when, you know, when we did our first reading, you kind of said, yeah, like there is someone in your aura. And we had kind of talked about the, uh, I, I think like in my, I don't know if it's like this with everyone, but in my case specifically, you were kind of like, yeah, like they're there and they would love to come, but it's really up to you. And so, um, you know, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to try to um, talk with through your kids. So don't be surprised if they start <laughs> Um, you know, talking about a baby and different things. And literally the next day, my oldest said that. And then it was for weeks, it was just like, how's the baby mom? Or like, um, they always play with little, they call them guys. Like we have little, you know, Lego things or figurines or whatever. And it's always mommies and babies. And it's always the sweet little girl. And now it's like, oh, here's the little brother. (laughs) So I always always just roll my eyes and laugh whenever something like that happens. Um, And so, yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how, I, I don't know that I have a fully formed answer to your question because I'm kind of in it and going through it. And in fact, you know, like one of the things I was going to ask you too, and you know, you can answer now or later, whatever you want, but yeah. I think one of the things I'm working through now is like the fact that it is up to me is actually like, it's actually a lot of responsibility. More pressure. Yeah, more pressure. Wrong decision. Yeah. Um, and so I've been really working on just kind of letting that go and like seeing what happens and like yep. be right if it's right. And if it's not, it's not. And um, there yep. are some days where I'm like, absolutely, this will never happen. And some days like maybe I should be more open to this. And, yep. and so I really go back and forth and I feel like it hasn't, Mm-hmm. Um, because I am a sacral authority, it hasn't hit me either way of like yes or no. Although sometimes I certainly feel like when I hear the no, I'm like no, and I like hold on to it. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And that's this is the thing. It's just like it's different in every scenario with with the with spirit babies. Some some spirit babies have it in their karma, in their kind of life path that the parent is actually to choose the, 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 the kind of the child. And just like you said, often we'll have um, kind of, you know, with your first two daughters, it was like, yep, here they are. Okay, here we go. And they were like, we're coming, you know, it is very, it kind of matched in with that, um, that secret authority energy of just like, yes, and it's a big yes, and it's happening right now. And whereas this is a little bit of a different experience where it does kind of take more of your active participation and your active choice. And I can, I can see how that would feel um, like a lot of pressure, especially if there's not a clear kind of yes or no answer right away at the very, you know, at the very beginning. Um, So it's kind of, almost like in the one of the things that popped into my head is it's sort of like the question from the spirit baby needs to be posed in the right way just as we were talking yeah. about, <laughs> well, about don't, give a, don't give him any clues yet Emily come on <laughs> um yeah. well no and one of the biggest things for me I touched on it kind of briefly is like it was such a difficult it was it's a big transition from one to two yes. it was a it was a lot with the stage my business was in. I, I tell a story on one of my Facebook posts that of how literally my daughter was, uh, my second daughter was about to be born and my business was taking off. And it's, so, so it's been this, um, 
you know, maybe it's self-created, but it's sort of the struggle a little bit in terms of um, my health and um, like my back stuff and growing the business and getting the freedom and autonomy that I want, despite having really to be in charge of two girls day and night is, um, you know, it's just, it's been a lot. And so one of the things too, that came through in your reading is like, uh, I think you could sense or they were communicating with you or so I can't remember exactly, but that it was sort of like, I felt like I was having to choose yes. between either this like very successful thriving life and relationship and marriage and family mm -hmm. life and business. And then to give it up again in my head, that's what I was thinking. Like I, yes. if I have another baby, I have to give it up again for two years mm -hmm. or like take a huge step back, just which is obviously as a mom, it's something that I've done, but it also is like, now that I'm in the place to choose, do I want to make that choice? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can't have kind of one or it has to be, you know, either way. And I think that that was what was so interesting. I remember this now is just about how kind of some of the, what, one of the things that was said is just like, it doesn't have to be that way. It can actually be this nice kind of equal balance, which is an interesting topic. You know, I know some people listening to this can probably really relate to your experience of just having a business or a career or, and raising children and motherhood at the same time and kind of the time that, and the energy that it takes in those first two, three years and, and things things like that who are maybe sort of grappling with the same kind of decision-making process and one of the things that you know a lot of, of spirit babies will say is it's just like um you know i i want to come but i also completely respect your own individual life path and what you're here to create and things like that and some will actually agree to make it sort of as, as easy as possible on you in their kind of conception and pregnancy and in their kind of early um early early sort of um, days and months on this earth. And so that was definitely one of the things that, that, you know, that, that your spirit was like, Hey, I'll make it which, as easy, you know, <laughs> which thank God my youngest is like that too, because I don't know <laughs> how yeah. I would have survived otherwise. She, yes. yeah. I, she's an anomaly. I mean, she tells her teacher at preschool, I'm ready for my, my nap mat now. <laughs> so, oh I mean, she's just like, she's the most easy. You kid. go girl. I love I, that. I didn't do anything. Honestly, I didn't do anything. <laughs> my nap mat yeah that's 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 brilliant and I think it's just it, it's such a good um it, I just love to talk about these things and even still even if we're kind of haven't had the yes or the no either way that's okay it's sort of like that will eventually and that and it's also too I think with you is it's you're still sort of in that preparatory kind of phase and you haven't necessarily it's kind of like they're preparing you and sort of planting the seeds and just seeing how it would go and there hasn't necessarily been the kind of the okay it's time sort of initiation just yet and you know that that may come it might not um but uh, but this is kind of a good conversation for for anyone who's thinking about should i have another child should i not things like that it's really beneficial to kind of just see number one if you're being influenced by a spirit baby and that's what's kind of you know um adding to that decision and if you are then what do they want you to know what are the messages what is some reassurance that potentially they could give you you could give them and so on and so forth so thanks for sharing um yeah. and, well, and i think that intuition plays a big role in it too is, um and what we were talking about earlier about sort of this surrendering and trust and I really thought sort of, you know, we booked this trip a year ago. And so we kind of thought, my husband and I, we're going to go into this trip and we're going to kind of decide on this trip if like we're going to have more kids or not. Yes. And 
it just like it's sort of this whole thing it was probably the universe laughing at us like yeah right you don't get to change when you <laughs> I yeah. mean cause we, like I had the back injury right before and now he's all freaked out from it and yeah. you know I am too obviously and it just it never that moment never really came like we didn't um we thought we'd sort of like we'd have this time to have these like lengthy conversations and like really talk it out and decide and it just like it just yeah. never really felt right. And we both, like we brought it up once, maybe I brought it up and it was kind of like, we both had a one sentence response of like, basically we're not ready <laughs> to yes. talk about it yeah. and we moved on. So, <laughs> And then you went on to enjoy the rest of it. <laughs> that's, that's good though, because it's sort of, that, that's such a good um, example also just of like when we have certain sort of a certain idea of a plan of how we're going to figure things out or work things out. And just like you said, the universe is kind of like, ha ha ha. Resolution on this, uh, not quite, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, absolutely. And this sometimes we can just leave things and and then wait for the kind of the resolution to come or wait for the timing. So that's wonderful. Um, last thing I wanted to chat with you about, we were talking about this before too, is um, is you have a podcast that is going to be launched in the next little while, um, which I just think is you're going to be such a natural and it's going to be so wonderful. So tell everybody a little bit about the podcast that you're going to be launching, this for accountability purposes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'm hoping that we will be submitting it to iTunes by the end of the week. I think the site will be ready tomorrow. My team is, my team is wonderful and they've been working on it while I was gone. And so um, the podcast is called Cut the Crap. Yes. This breakthrough is with yours truly, Kristen Hinman. And this is this is the reason I started. In fact, I just kind of shot this episode or recorded this episode is with my background in PR and media and sort of this evolution of podcasts and videos and all these things, everyone now has the chance to really be their own media platform, to have their own authority and to kind of talk about whatever they want to talk about and I think it comes obviously with a lot of responsibility mm -hmm. but also some people you know and everyone has their own take on it which is fine um I, I think that there's a lot of sort of misconceptions about podcasts it's kind of like the new blog right like everyone feels like they need to have one yes. and so when I as I have grown my business there have been podcasts that I've listened to that have really impacted me, whether I've worked with them or not, is just sort of like their point of view gets me thinking or, um, and I'm pretty selective about the ones I listen to just for that reason. Um, and I don't, personally, I don't like to have think like, even though we build funnels because we have an agency and we do marketing, I hate the like download this to get this and then go here and upsell me here. And so when I, when I hear someone who resonates with me or if I'm interested in something, I really want to get to the heart of, is this for me? <laughs> it's probably my sacral authority talking, yes. <laughs> but like, is this, is this for me? And if it could be, what do I need to know next? Yeah. And so my goal with it is to really have each episode kind of focus on one thing, either that I'm currently going through, mm -hmm. that I've gone through. Um, in fact, I just recorded an episode yesterday with my mentor. And at the end of it, we did a coaching session or like I had something I was literally working through right then. And I recorded that too. Yes. And so I want, you know, I want to be able to give people the resources of like, um, yeah, yeah, okay, I hear that. Like, how can I use it in my business? And then like kind of the structure for that. 
Yes. And in fact, in my first episode, I say like, if you're going to listen to this podcast, you're not going to be listening for free. And technically, yes, it's free. Like you can go to iTunes and get it for free. But if you hear something and you don't put it into action, Mm -hmm. that is a waste of your time listening. And it is a waste of, um, I mean, my time giving you the advice. And so I I am going to, I want to hold people accountable to this idea that if something I'm saying is resonating, okay, so what kind of structure can we empower to have you test it and see if it is something that would work for you or help you or Hell yeah. That is my, that's my. I love that. That's brilliant. (laughs) That's, that's, that's so good. And it's such a, that's such an important point too, because there's so in this day and age where there's so much information and things flying around and we're listening and we're consuming so much media, 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 media. What are we actually kind of integrating and taking and things like that? It's brilliant. I love that. So Every, I can't wait to listen. Um, everybody be on the lookout for Kristen's podcast. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Uh, I can't wait to listen. So thank you so much, Kristen, for being here and taking your time and chatting with us and sharing all of your stories and experiences and all your wisdom. And I know we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It was so great to have you here. I love to hear your feedback. So if you have any thoughts or feelings from today's episode, feel free to share them with me over on Instagram. I hang out over there at Emily the Medium. Send me a message or share with your friends so that they can hear the message as well. Also, I would be so grateful if you could hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. Um, It helps me get my message out to the world. And for that, I am grateful. So thank you. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.